This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Okay, switching gears. This has been a conversation that's going on around the world this week, and more and more countries and more and more governments are getting on board and saying, you know what? We don't like TikTok anymore, and we don't want you using it. you got to wonder what things are like at TikTok headquarters these days. It's it's incredibly popular. It was the most downloaded app in 2022 of all apps. Um, the last I read, 76% of Canadians between the ages of 18 and 24 have it and use it. 76%. Um, it is very, very popular, but it's under a lot of pressure. Governments around the world have said, that's it. No more TikTok, at least on government-issued devices. However, India has banned it outright. Uh, European Commission last week said, no, if you've got a government-issued device, if you've got a government phone, government iPad, government laptop, no TikTok. Get rid of it. Canadian government banned it uh, on Tuesday. Uh, sort of the White House, U.S. Congress did weeks ago. Can't have it on a government-issued device. Alberta took the same step yesterday. City of Calgary yesterday said that's it. No more TikTok on government devices. Edmonton hasn't made a decision yet which is so Edmonton. We can get into that conversation a little bit later. But what's all the fuss here? Security concerns. That's what it is. And a real fear that all the data that's collected by TikTok goes straight to the communist regime in China. That's sort of at the heart of the conversation. And joining us to help us understand why there are so many questions and security questions about this, we have Dr. Annabelle Kwan Hase, who's the Rogers Chair in Studies in Journalism and New Information Technology at Western University. Doctor, thank you for your time. I appreciate you being here. Oh, it's always a pleasure, Shay, anytime. It's, uh, I mean, it's such a story right now. Everybody seems to be jumping on board all at the same time. So let's start with what the concern is when we're talking about data, privacy, security. So what data is collected by TikTok? What kind of data are they accessing that people are worried about? If I, I don't have TikTok, but if I did, what are they collecting from me? Well, Shay, that is really an interesting question because it, I mean, the focus is both on collection, but also on this kind of what, what you mentioned earlier, that kind of interference, that kind of meddling into affairs. So I think that the, the issue is not just individual data, which, of course, that's kind of, you know, as a user, your privacy concern, you know, your major privacy concern. What do they know about you? Uh, you know, what, is, what do they know about your kind of preferences? But at the end of the day, I think what one of the big worries is as well is that kind of aggregation of data and what we call metadata. So, you know, when, once they kind of analyze the data, data mine it, which is, you know, what you were saying, sending it to China for further analysis, um, they can kind of create, um, you know, either algorithms or they can create, you know, accounts that can to some extent, you know, do a lot of harm in terms of influencing you know, our emotions, our opinions, or even what we talk about. Is this the same kind of data that is collected now by other apps? We know that, you know, Facebook does it, and they it's used for advertising primarily that I think we know of, right? And they're targeting the ads based on what we're looking at and those sorts of things. Is it the same kind of data, or is TikTok collecting data differently than other apps, or are they all doing the same thing? Well, I think that's a really good point. I mean, 
Uh, this is a big story. I mean, uh, TikTok has been, as I said, all over the news. But the reality is that this has been a long time concern across all the platforms. And I think uh, the key issue here, you know, regardless of whether we look at, you know, Meta with Facebook and Instagram, you know, or we look at Google, you know, with Alpha collecting across all their platforms. I mean, I think the question is one of transparency. What exactly is being collected? How is it being analyzed? And you know, ultimately, once you have that kind of aggregated data, as I said earlier, how is it impacting the users in ways that we don't really quite understand? Like, how are our emotions potentially uh, kind of being impacted or, you know, what we look for? I mean, that is the, the difficult part to kind of understand. And the big worry, of course, at the moment is that with how geopolitics are changing so quickly, is that we don't really know, and that's why the inquiry is starting. What exactly is TikTok collecting that potentially is different? Or, you know, once it gets, um, you know, uh, shipped to China, what kind of analysis are being done? And, you know, that's the other part of the, the equation, of course, is the fact that I think, the what is it called? Bite Dance or, or Dance Bite or something, which which is based in China. And there's, uh, I mean, the law in China states that any company that operates in China has to cooperate with the government upon their request. So uh, if the Chinese government requests the data from Bite Dancer or, or Dance Bite, they have to provide it, right? So, I mean, it's very reasonable to at least be concerned that it may well end up in the hands of the Chinese government for whatever purposes they want. Well, and I think that that is where the concern lies. So yeah. if, you know, geopolitics are changing so rapidly, um, we heard ab already about the potential interference in Canadian elections. How can it happen in the future? Um, and here, one of the, the things that I think is not being talked about enough is just the sheer volume of data and the extent of data on Often, you know, um, young Canadians that are very vulnerable and may not really understand how manipulation um, on these sites happens. Do we know if any other governments, I mean, has anybody reported any concrete wrongdoing or is there evidence that this data is being inappropriately used or is it just based on suspicions at this point, Doctor? Some of it is based on suspicion, but I think w one of the issues that we have seen is what we call targeted spying. And that is where some of the concern comes in. And that's why we've seen that the first step taken by the federal government has been to ban it on, you know, kind of government employees' uh, devices. And targeted spying um, is kind of the new move here in the era, you know, of uh, national security where they identify, you know, uh, core individuals who are maybe working on, you know, files like national security or immigration. And they're trying to kind of either collect their data or understand their thinking. Um, and obviously, you know, you, you may kind of think, well, when we're on TikTok, um, you know, we're sharing maybe, you know, dance music, you know, or looking at kind of fun influencer accounts. But the reality is that there could be potential kind of um, data breaches through the TikTok app itself. So that is where the big concern lies and where a lot of the regulation is coming in right now is can potentially additional data be collected by the app simply sitting on your phone. Um, so, okay, so now we, like you say, as you mentioned, all these governments, um, you know, all around the country, all different provincial governments are getting involved, municipal governments, the federal government. Aren't they a little late to the party here, Doctor? I mean, Jagmeet Singh is, for lack of a better term, a TikTok darling. The guy has almost a million followers. He's on TikTok all the time. He says he's going to stop now. Um, Pierre Polyev, he's also very popular on TikTok. He says he's going to stop now. 
is it too late? I mean, I'm sure a tremendous amount of data could have been collected if they wanted to do that so far. Well, and I mean, regulators have been talking about this for a long time. And I think when we look at previous examples and case studies of, let's say, Facebook and ca- the, the big Cambridge Analytica scandal, um, I think we saw there how some of this um, data collection can work on a mass scale. So in a case of Cambridge Analytica, um, specific data on users, uh, on American users in this case, uh, was collected on scale and we analyzed to kind of understand your personality. So your preferences, you know, your topics that get you going, uh, which we, you know, we often think of, well, you know, I, I'm an average maybe voter or, you know, yeah. politically involved, but through this more in-depth analysis of like personality traits, preferences, then they can create messaging that is really targeted to a person. Um, and I think absolutely. So if we look at those past examples, some of the data, you know, uh, was created in America, but le- was leaked to the U.S. Right. and to the U.K. So similarly here, I think the problem is that a lot of the data is already available, has already been analyzed. So it's really difficult to understand how, you know, that will come back and uh, create new problems in terms of the interference in politics. In terms of how optimistic and how hopeful we should be given, you know, the inquiries and the government actions and all the things that are going on, and I think we've talked about this before, Doctor, when it comes to tech and trying to regulate tech after the fact, I, I don't know how successful you can be. How optimistic are you now that this has been up and operating by millions and billions of people around the world that we can now somehow come in and make it safe? Well, I think the first step is the inquiry. So, you know, the federal privacy regulator has launched a massive inquiry here into exactly the data that has been collected, how the app works and operates. That is an important first step. I mean, that will tell us, um, you know, as Canadians, what are the kinds of things we need to be aware of? I mean, um, how is the framing happening? And what's interesting about TikTok and some of these other apps is that, you know, the interference often is very... Um, in transparent. So what that means is that, for example, messages are sent out to users, but those messages shortly after we've seen them get deleted. So there's very little evidence actually of, you know, how the targeting interference happens. All right. Well, we'll follow this inquiry and these investigations closely and see what comes of it. And, uh, and we'll check in with you for some analysis as we go, doctor. Thank you so much.